The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. I am so glad you could join me today. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and this show is about healing, not just physical healing, but emotional healing. And when we can heal emotionally, we can also heal physically. And you know, folks, I'm just not talking about the day-to-day emotions. I am talking about those deep-seated beliefs that we carry that, well, you know, we may not even know that we carry some of those deep-seated beliefs. So what we will be talking about today is apathy and Actually, before I get started into that little piece about apathy, I just need to do this little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It's not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. Please, Always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And before I get into apathy, I'd like to let you know that you can connect with me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. So, what is it about apathy? that is so important. Well, apathy is one of those things that, well, we all tend to fall into it on occasion. Now, it's about sort of giving up. And it's real easy to fall in apathy when you feel like the world around you is going to, well, for lack of better description, going to hell in a handbasket. And there are some things that it is very easy to become apathetic about. Things like our governments and all of the ruling parties. It's very easy to become apathetic when you're saying, well, things are not going to get any better. They're always going to be the same. So 
What's the use? I would also like you all to realize that apathy is about not taking responsibility for your own life. Now, granted, things like politics, things outside of you, you can have absolutely no control over. You cannot control what another person is doing or thinking. The one thing that you can control is yourself and everything that you have to do with yourself. So you can learn to control your thoughts. You can learn to recognize when those thoughts are becoming apathetic. And when those thoughts do become apathetic, you can move out and move on. Because if you stay in that apathy, you are becoming a victim. And a victim is somebody who is powerless. And there are many people and organizations that want to keep you in the victim state. And apathy will contribute to being the victim. So how do you get out of apathy? You get out of apathy by learning. Simply by listening to this radio show, you can become less apathetic by listening to all of the shows on voiceamerica.com. There is so much information to learn on how to not be a victim any longer. Now, when it comes to healing, yes, you can be a victim by the belief that I can't heal because of A, B, or C. What if you believe that you can't heal, that your disease, your disorder, will always be there because, well, that's what my genes say. Did you know that your genes do not determine whether you're going to be healthy or not. Yeah, we used to believe that when the DNA code was was discovered, they thought that the genes controlled everything. But now we know through research that's been done years and years ago, that your genes are not 
controlling you, which if you have that belief, you are a victim of your genes. No, your genes are controlled by you, by the environment that you put your genes in, and your thoughts, which create that environment. If you have the thought, if you have the belief that there is no use, my diabetes, for example, my diabetes will always be a problem because my genes say so. So if you go to a doctor and they take a blood test or whatever kind of test they use and say, well, you're pre-diabetic, you know what the next question that is usually asked? Do you have a family history of diabetes? And the answer may or may may or may not be yes, but that's not the important part. What is the environment that you are putting your body in to create something like diabetes? What are the thoughts that you have surrounding diabetes? Is it thoughts of apathy? It's no use. When you think of apathy, one of the best cartoon characters that really tells us what apathy is like, it's the Disney character from Winnie the Pooh of Eeyore. You know, the little blue donkey with his tail pinned on. Eeyore was the one that walked around with his head down saying, I guess so. It's no use anyway. That, folks, that is apathy. If you find yourself feeling like that, then let's talk about some of the ways to get out of that apathetic mindset. Not so that we can control other people. That's not the point. Getting out of the apathetic mindset is so that you, you can move on physically. You can move on mentally and emotionally and spiritually. If you think it's no use, then let's look at what might be causing some of those apathetic thoughts. Excuse me. And when you do break out of apathy, you will begin to heal. Why? Because you are now taking responsibility. 
you are no longer the victim and by taking responsibility by being powerful you can begin to heal it is an empowering thought to know that the apathy is what's disempowering you. It may be difficult, however, to think of, well, am I apathetic? Am I causing myself problems? And yeah, I think everybody does. I know I have. And sometimes you need help pointing out where the apathy is. And so what we will do when we come back from the break, we will look at nine different areas that you might be having apathetic thoughts and what those thoughts are looking like or even sounding like. You may have those thoughts in all nine of the areas or just one of them. The main thing is to identify them. And by knowing that they're there, you can begin to deprogram those thoughts and reprogram the thoughts of responsibility. So folks, when we come back from the break, we'll get into that. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. 
If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about apathy, that whole sense of what's the use, a sense of giving up, a sense of being a victim. So folks, when you are in an apathetic state of mind, or even if you have beliefs that are apathetic, you are a victim. So let's talk about the ways that we are talking to ourselves in this apathetic victim state. So we have nine different areas that uh, I like to look at when it comes to conversations that we have with ourselves. The first one will be self-control. Then we'll talk about humility, trust, goodness, kindness, patience, peace, joy, and finally, we will talk about love. So when you have an issue in any one of these areas, it does affect a body system. So when you think about the area of self-control, it affects the areas of your muscle, muscle and skeletal system. And the muscles and the skeletons, if you think about it, that's how you can walk. That's how you move. And if you're having issues with self-control, it's like, okay, I can't control this, so what can I do other than get sick with my muscles or my skeleton, which the muscles can't work without a skeleton. And there are several conversations that you might be having along that line, but the apathy-based conversation that you might be having is no matter how many times I tried to do or not do something, It did not work. Why continue trying? So can you hear the apathy there? Why continue trying? And also the apathy is that no matter how many times I tried to do or not do, that is imprisoning. I mean, it's it's a damned if you do and a damned if you don't attitude. So you remain stuck. You remain unable to move when you are having that conversation. The reason I said that sentence of tried to do or not to do is it may trigger something in your mind. It may trigger something that says, oh yeah, I say that all the time. 
to myself. Some of the things, if you have an issue in self-control, is that you try to manipulate people. If you try to control others and or even over-controlling of yourself. And folks, this can be things along the lines of overindulgence. Do you find yourself just eating all the wrong things? It's a self-control issue. It's, I can't stop, I can't do anything about it. What's the use? I'm just going to eat that bucket of ice cream because it's useless to try and not eat it. And if you've listened to one of my guests that I had, Mary O'Malley, she talks about the gift of our compulsions. And a compulsion is about self-control. And you know what she said? Curiosity is how we begin to heal a self-control issue. So if you find yourself out of control, doing things that are harmful for yourself, having negative emotions of laziness or entitlement, the emotions of helplessness, or even demanding. Be curious about these emotions. Be curious about these actions. Ask a question. What's up with that? And maybe... Maybe it's apathy. It's no use. It's, it doesn't matter if I try to do it or not do it. Ask the question. And then ask the question of how can I stop this? And then just leave it out there. Because when you ask the question... The answer will come. Sometimes you may not like the answer. And sometimes it's like, oh, yeah. But the answer will come. So now next area is that of humility. And humility is that sense of I am or I am not okay. It's about your identity. And sometimes people think of humility as it's a milquetoast type person, but that's not what it is. Humility is about being okay with yourself, pimples and all, or maybe warts and all. They may not be actual physical warts, but there are warts. And this area of humility 
involves our circulatory system, our heart, our arteries and veins, even the lymphatic system. And you know, the number one cause of death, at least in America, is still heart disease. Which tells me that the majority of people that are dying with heart disease are not okay with themselves. They don't think they are okay. They may have developed that belief over their lifetime, or they may have inherited that belief that they are not okay. And I've talked about this in previous shows, about how we can inherit beliefs from our ancestors, from our parents. So this belief that I'm not okay is affecting your circulatory system. And what's the apathy conversation? Who cares? It's useless to try to be humble, even though the Bible encourages it. It's useless. There's that apathy conversation going on again, that of uselessness, that it's not okay, that I'm not okay. Our next category is trust. Now, I don't think I really need to elaborate exactly what trust is. Either you trust something or someone, or you don't trust someone or something. It's about putting your faith, your hope, your courage into someone or something. It's also being about faithfulness to someone or something. And the part of the body that is affected in the trust area is the reproductive system and the urinary tract, which includes easily uh, the, the gonads, the uterus, the prostate, the kidneys, the bladder, the urethra, all of those parts of our reproductive and at least the urinary system of eliminating our toxins. And some of the harmful actions when you have a trust issue is you attempt to pull others down. And of course, the negative emotions were distrust, betrayal, defensiveness, dread, or suspiciousness. And folks, yes, there are many times that we have been given good reason to distrust. And I would not encourage anybody to put your trust in something unless you have been proven to trust that something. What's your conversation? I cannot rely on the unreliable. I don't know what it means to feel trust. 
and probably never will. Well, there's that apathy going in again. Probably never will. Has your trust been violated once and now you won't trust anyone or anything ever again? Folks, if that's the case, and if you believe you never can trust, it's no use to trust, then it might be affecting your reproductive or urinary system. When we come back from the break, we'll talk about goodness, kindness, and patience. Folks, don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. are listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show welcome back and thanks for sticking with me today we are talking about apathy and that whole attitude or belief of it's no use what's the use things along those lines previous to the break we talked about three different categories that we might be having apathetic thoughts in that of self-control which affects our muscles in our skeleton that of humility which affects our circulatory system and that of trust, which affects our reproductive and urinary tract. Now, let's get into the area of goodness. And what goodness is, is a feeling of self-worth. Again, it's an identity category where you believe you may not be good enough or that you believe you're bad 
were unforgivable. And the area of goodness affects our respiratory system, which is the lungs and our arteries, pulmonary arteries and veins, our sinuses, our throat, and the trachea. Those are all parts of the respiratory system. And what is the conversation of apathy that you might be having with yourself? It's useless to try to attain this condition. I've tried everything, but I'm so obviously sinful and flawed. This condition of being good, this condition of being good enough. And folks, I just want to put it out there for you that every single person listening to this show, every single human being that is alive on this planet is good enough. We were all created as a unique being, a unique being that can heal, that can good enough for whatever they were created for. And so why does goodness affect the respiratory system? Just think about breathing. You have to breathe to bring in life. And if you're not breathing, if you're clamping down the breathing of oxygen, it will affect your respiratory system. The thought that I'm not good enough to even breathe, that's the belief. And the apathy behind that is it's useless to try to attain goodness. And I just want to remind everybody again, you are good enough because you would not have been created. You would not have been born were you not good enough. Now, let's move on to kindness. And kindness is easy to think about, to be kind, to have empathy or friendship or even sympathy with other people. And the area of kindness has to do with our central nervous system, our brain, our spinal cord, our peripheral nerves. Maybe you have a belief that you're unkind or that if you are kind, you will be rejected. And some of the things that we find unkind people doing is criticizing. They will reject other people. 
and they actually will harm other people. And yes, there is a big issue with kindness in this world. At least sometimes we can see that being cut off in traffic, people blowing themselves up in the name of some religion or just blowing themselves up or killing other people in the name of whatever. That is a kindness issue. They do not know kindness and do not believe they deserve kindness, which comes back to the goodness issue. And the main belief around kindness is that people will take advantage of me and that people are too sensitive. But the apathetic conversation that may be going on is seeking kindness is like chasing my shadow. I can't catch it no matter what I do. Unkindness, however, finds me automatically. Yeah, it's a lot easier to be mean or unkind. Especially if you believe you can't be kind no matter what you do. And I just really want to say that, yes, kindness is something that you can be kind. It takes an effort. It takes an effort of finding that negative belief that you have surrounding kindness. Now, the next category is patience. And I personally feel that we are growing up We have grown up and we continue to grow up in a culture of impatience. Remember that person that cut you off in traffic? (laughs) What an impatient person that was. They cut you off in order to save one second of time by being in front of you. Or that person behind you in the grocery line that ran off to find the next checker. I personally have found that uh, the impatience of trying to drive faster, you know, drive through red lights, what have you, drive crazy, doesn't really get me to a place any faster, and oftentimes can cause more stress than needed. So if you have an unhealthy belief surrounding patience, the body part that is affected is the immune system. And the conversation in apathy that you might be having is, why even bother to consider patience? Why it's missing or its value? 
It is too much trouble and ultimately is a waste of time. Again, a what's the use conversation. Why should I be patient? What is its value? Ultimately, it's a waste of time to be patient. And folks, if you've never really experienced what patience can bring, then I would suggest that you might be having this conversation. Now let's move on to the next category, and that of peace. You know, peace is one of those things that people are always seeking. Everybody wants to have peace. Everybody wants to have the knowledge and wisdom and insight that peace can bring. And you know, Peace is really the only virtue you cannot create. It has to flow from your heart of love and joy. Joy is a choice. Love is a choice. And when you don't have peace, what you do have is anxiety, you have fear, You have dread, fright, and worry. When you do have peace, those things, those negative things, are gone. And what might you be saying on the apathy area? It might be, why even try to get peace? It is useless to try. Well, here's a good reason to get peace. Because your body system that is affected by lack of peace is your gut. Your mouth, your esophagus, your stomach, the large and small intestines, the gallbladder, the pancreas, the liver. We all need peace because we all need to digest our food. We all need to eliminate our toxins that we have in the liver. That's what the liver is for, is to filter out all of those toxins. We need peace because We need peace. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will talk about joy and love, the two essential items for, first of all, gaining peace, and second of all, gaining your health. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. 
Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking about those apathetic conversations that we are having with ourselves that conversation of apathy that is taking away your power, that is putting you in to the state of being a victim. So we have talked about the categories of self-control, humility, trust, goodness, kindness, and patience. And just before the break, I spoke a little bit about peace. I also said that cannot gain peace unless you have joy and love. And so that's what we're going to talk about, the category of joy. Joy is more than just happiness. Yes, joy is happiness, but it is more than happiness. The it's, it's about having a great deal of gratitude. Gratitude no matter what. And, and some of the things that a person might find themselves doing if there's a lack of joy is lots of complaining, lots of ingratitude. And the negative emotions, of course, with lack of joy is sadness, depression, apathy, the very thing we are talking about. Apathy. If you are there, you won't have joy. The conversation is, why try for happiness? I'm doomed. Happiness is unreachable for me. I am hopeless. I am worthless. Life is hopeless. A 
big, big, big issue with this world of depression. And if you're having conversations of extreme apathy and extreme depression in that area, it's causing parts of your skin, the the whole system of the skin, our largest organ. It's affecting the skin, the hair, the nails, all of the oil and the lubrication glands. And it's also affecting your peace, or shall we say, lack of peace. Then the final category of love is another category that every single human being desires for their lives is love. And when a person is not acting in love, they are acting also probably in possessiveness, in selfishness. There are several things that a person does when they do not act in love. And it's because they believe they're flawed in some way. They're not good enough. That they're insignificant. That they are unlovable. And there are so many things that can happen in a person's life to create that belief. And there are so many things that could have happened in your parents' lives or the lives of your ancestors that could create that belief. And again, I just want to say, because you are alive, you are lovable. You may have had extremely difficult times in your life, times of abuse, times of rejection, times of abandonment. And I want to say it's not because of you. It has nothing to do with you. It's all about that other person or other situation that has those things happening. They may have wanted you to believe it's because you are unlovable that these things happened, but it's not. And if you're saying to yourself right now, no, I am unlovable, then this is a big belief that is keeping you sick, mostly with the hormonal system, the endocrine system. 
which includes the pineal gland, the pancreas, the gonads, the adrenals, the thyroid, and the pituitary. And folks, if your endocrine system is not working right, the hormones aren't being delivered right, you're going to be sick. And if the immune system is not working right, you're going to be sick. That's pretty much all there is to it. And the apathy that's going on is, what is the use? I can't make them love me. I can't love them. The big part of that conversation is, no, you cannot make anybody love you. But you can love other people. And it doesn't matter what they have done or have not done. The main thing is to love that other person, love that situation, no matter what. That is the unconditional love. Once you get there, you can find joy. Once you get the love and the joy, you can get the peace. And I can hear you saying right now, well, Dr. Marianne, that's all well and good. I understand it. But how do I do it? Thank you for asking that question. It's not easy. And how you do it is, first of all, by finding a way to change the belief, first of all, that you are unlovable. The main way to change the belief that is really ultimately effective is through energetic means. And there are so many energetic modalities that we can use Things like emotional freedom technique, tapping, my favorite, the healing codes. The, there, there's yoga, there's tai chi, any of the martial arts. Work on the emotional basis. There are just so many right now that I, I actually don't have time to really get into it. But the main thing is to change that belief. Whatever it is, whatever the nine categories might have resonated with you. Well, folks, way too soon. It's come time for the end of the show. And I would like to remind you that you can find me on Facebook on the Healing Whisper page, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube as Marianne Chase, or my website, thehealingwhisper.com. You know, and thousands of years ago, there was a very wise king by the name of Solomon that talked about the heart, which is our emotions. And he said, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And that is the I love you with all my heart, heart. So until next week, folks, blessings.
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 